Yeah, that's a starburst. <laughs> oh, I want this down there. How's everybody doing today? Cool. Let me get myself situated. All right. Like they said, my name is Christian. Um, yeah, I'm on staff here with Crew. Um, I'm actually part-time staff, but I serve specifically with Greek Crew, um, Greek Crew homies. Um, I serve alongside with uh, my wife, uh, Stacy Simmons, who's over there. Everybody can say hi to her. <laughs> uh, she doesn't like attention drawn to herself, so let's not do that. Um, let me love her well. Uh, and then I also serve alongside Ray and Aaron Schaff. Um, little facts about me for those who don't know me. Uh, I graduated last May um, for, here from Ball State, and I studied public relations. Any pub PR peeps? All right, sweet. Uh, after two years, I finally landed on a, on a degree. So, um, yeah. I also work part-time uh, at a bank as a teller uh, in a sp small town outside of Muncie. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's really funny. I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm excited to be here tonight. I'm excited to speak in front of you guys. Um, yeah, I feel like God's prepared some sweet stuff. Um, anyway, I can be an excitable person. Uh, I've had friends that have told me in the past year or so that I'm charismatic. Um, and I think one, some of the things that I'm really passionate about, I get excited for. So one of those is I, I love to play sports, specifically basketball. There are a few here I know who liked, know that I like to play basketball. Not so much watch. Um, but I remember in fourth grade, specifically, uh, I had a teacher, Mrs. Berryman, who uh, like proceeded to stand in front of class and tell us that none of us were going to be professional athletes. And as soon as she said that, I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Um, <laughs> But what's funny is, as you can probably see, I didn't grow much after that. Um, but what did grow was my ego and my pride, um, because I thought I could, I could, you know, somehow beat my size. Uh, anyway, that's some fun facts about me. I, I still love to play basketball. I'm still too short to really dunk or do anything cool. Um, but yeah, I think, now that story didn't produce comparison in me, but I think that's, that kind of gives a picture of you from then on uh, through middle school, through uh, high school, and even into college some, I would often compare myself uh, to other people, specifically in sports. Um, and I would compare myself thinking that I'm, I'm more athletic than other people. Um, and then I would also, on the flip side, would compare myself and to the, to the top-notch athletes that do play at the Ball State Rec Center. Um, but they are, there are really good athletes that are a lot more athletic than, than I am. And I think those two things produced in me pride, thinking that I was better than others, but also self-pity, um, that I would kind of feel sorry for myself because I wasn't good. And, and that translates also into other parts of my life. So it's not just sports that I experience these things. Um, but I'm going to continue. Uh, my Kind of the theme, I guess, for what I have to share is a little bit about comparison, but mostly about kind of the community of the church, um, specifically the body of Christ. Um, and that's, so my main point, I'll just share it with you. Um, it is because of the mercies of God that you and I, we are able to live our lives experiencing true community in the body of Christ. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm just gonna pray 
and then we're going to open the Bible together. Lord God, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for this whole week. Um, yeah, we're excited that Friday is tomorrow, um, that we I hope we get a restful weekend. Um, God, would your truth uh, be what comes forth uh, out of what, I've sh- what I'm sharing? Uh, God, I ask for your help, that you give me a clear mind and that I would speak clearly. Um, yeah, thanks for bringing everybody else here. I'm excited to share. Uh, it's in Jesus' name, amen. Cool. Um, so if you guys could crack open your Bibles or cellular devices, um, whichever one you like, we're going to be in Romans, um, and we're specifically in Romans chapter 12. So I'll give you guys a minute to open up there. You guys can share books or, or whatever you decide, but that's where we'll be, and I'm going to be speaking out of it. So I'd love for it to be in front of you. Um, so quick, quick facts about Romans. Romans was written by a man named Paul. Uh, he was writing as instruction and, and encouragement, and um, a lot of Christian doctrine comes out of this book and, and many of the others that he wrote. But it's a letter to the church in Rome. Um, I'm also going to touch on another book um, that's also another letter that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. But for now, let's stick in uh, Romans 12. We're not going to do the first two verses, and I have a reason for that. I'll come back to those here in a little bit. But let's start in verse 3. I'm just going to read it. Um, For by the grace given to me, Paul, say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So I'm going to stop there. Um, I think it's good to note here that Paul's giving a warning um, he's giving a warning to them to not be prideful. And it's actually a warning that he has repeated um, in many of his letters and also in Romans he does multiple times. Um, to not be prideful, to not think more highly of uh, as ourselves than uh, we ought to think. Um, but notice too, he doesn't, he doesn't do like an equal opposite comparison. He doesn't say, okay, don't think highly of self, so think lowly of yourself or think lower of yourself um, but he says, think with sober judgment. What does sober judgment? Um, I looked on, uh, it's called Ligonier.org or Ligonier Ministries. Um, it's a ministry of this man named R.C. Sproul. Um, but he, they kind of defined it as uh, viewing ourselves and our gifts as no more important than uh, in the Lord's plan than others. So in, in short, uh, sober judgment is like not comparing ourselves to, to each other or to what other people um, are displaying, but more so on who God is and what he says about us. Um, yeah. And then it continues in that verse uh, after sober judgment. It says, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Now, I'm going to touch on it early, or later in uh, verse 6, but this is God's grace is that he gives gifts to each and every one of us, specifically and uniquely. He knows us perfectly um, and knows what's best for us and what's best for his church. Um, And that's what's cool here is to know that God knows us first and foremost. He knows what we're gifted in because he's gifted us in those things. And he wants us to to use those things to our our full potential. Um, But sometimes it's hard to, to identify those things. And that's why I think it's also important to remember this is sober judgment. We're not comparing ourselves to other people and thinking, I'm not as good as that person at maybe speaking in front of people, or I'm, I'm not as good as a, a Bible study leader as that other person, or maybe I don't share my faith enough like that other person. 
um, that can produce uh, some self-pity. And then there's other ways of like, oh, man, I, I just led a great community group study last night or, um, yeah, what have you. That, that can be pride, too. So um, God's gifted each of, each of us specifically and individually. Um, we're going to move on to verses 4 through 5. I'm going to read those again. Yeah, sorry, read those again. I'm going to roll over my tongue. Um, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one of another. So this is something that Paul, through a couple, or yeah, a couple other places in the Bible, um, I mentioned earlier uh, the church or the letter to the church of Corinth, um, specifically 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, he also speaks of members, uh, like that there's, we are the body of Christ as Christians um, and that there are many members. So members, we can also insert the word organs, all right? Um, that being said, uh, in 1 Corinthians, he unpacks this kind of more literally he gives a couple of different scenarios. One is um, that the foot says to the hand, like he's going to be like the hand. But he's the foot. He can't be the hand. And the same thing happens with like the ear says to the eye that I want to be like the eye. But he's the ear because he can't be the eye. Um, this can kind of be a version or, or a display of self-pity where that could kick in. Um, and it says like I will never be good enough. I will never achieve what they achieve. I'll never do what they're able to do. Um, and then on the flip side, also with the pride, it says that the eye doesn't want anything to do with the hand as well as the head doesn't want anything to do with the feet. Um, pride says, yeah, that I am self-sufficient and that I do not need other people. Um, what's cool is that what this message that um, Paul is getting at is like my, my kidneys like literally cannot function without the breath that comes into my lungs. And I can't not part with either one of those things and survive. Um, so he's saying, like, it is essential that there are members to the, the body of Christ. Cool. Let's um, make sure I'm tracked. Um, let's go to verses six, six through eight. Um, Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, uh, the one who does acts of mercy and cheerfulness. So again, let's refer back to the star at, at verse six. Um, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. It's so fun to know that in God's grace, in his mercy, he wants to give us gifts that are ultimately going to be for his church, for his good. Um, and we, we see this list. I want to also make another note that this isn't a comprehensive list. You can't just like list out these things on a piece of paper and say, oh, well, I, I do this, so I excel in A, B, and C. Um, but there are ways that you can kind of identify, okay, what am I gifted in? What are some things that I enjoy doing? And that's just it. We can process like what do we enjoy doing? If you enjoy serving, like, please, by all means, serve. Like, I believe uh, as a regenerated Christian, as somebody whose heart has been changed by the gospel, uh, if you have a heart for serving, do that. Like, please, go for it. We need that in the body of Christ. Um, same thing is with one who contributes. 
do so in, in generously, contribute to the church, um, give to also others not in the church, and care for others well, um, leading with zeal. And it goes on and on. Also, this doesn't mean that if you're, you know, you enjoy serving, you just, just do that, and you're not generous with your time, and you're not cheerful when, you're, when you give mercy to others. Uh, this isn't, yeah, God gifts us um, specifically in so that we don't need to compare ourselves to one another. Um, in fact, we can have great joy in others. I think I heard this truth when I was on summer mission uh, a couple summers ago in uh, East Asia. Recommend. It's a super dope trip. If you want to put way, be put way out of your comfort zone, go to another country where nobody looks like you, uh, and you can only talk to the people you are with. You're with them for five weeks. You'll enjoy it. You'll find things you don't enjoy. But that's a good thing. Um, but, no, I love the trip. And uh, what am I getting at with that? Sorry, I lost that in my head. Um, yeah, I, I, just being challenged and being able to be in right community with other people. You see what others are gifted at. Um, and you play to those strengths. Um, yeah. Okay, let's move on to verses 9 through 13. And this is kind of the last part of this section that I want to be in. Um, so I'm going to read it. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. So, it's kind of a larger chunk there. Um, let me take a, take a sip of water. I made a weird face, I know. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, so let's, let's hone in on some of these verses. Um, let love be genuine, abhor what is evil. Um, I think it's okay to kind of assess, like, are these true of my life? Do I, do I hate evil that happens in this world? Um, do I love genuinely? Do I, or do I love, I think the way that it can look for me when uh, I, I have comparison that comes in, that kind of creeps in and produces uh, pride and, and self-pity is that I want to choose to do things so that people will see me or notice me and affirm me for who I am um, instead of just resting in the truth of who God has made me and created me to be. Um, so is my love genuine or am I just simply doing things so people um, will affirm me? Uh, hold fast to what is good. Man, I feel like I'm, if anybody's familiar with the Old Testament in Israel, like I feel like I relate so much with Israel because here they are, like God saves them, God parts a sea for them, and then they make a golden calf, like not too much longer after that, and they just over and over again, like hold fast to what is good, keeping us from doing those things. Love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another with showing honor, uh, I get excited about this. I got married to my wife, Stacy. I mentioned earlier, uh, nine months ago, next month on the 15th. So it'd be July, July 15th. I know what day it is, so I, I get kudos for that. Um, uh, but love, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. What a day that kind of exemplifies that truth. I mean, I pick, I pick um, six of my like, best friends um, to like stand up with me and what I'm asking them to do is that they would affirm our marriage 
um, and that they would stand behind me when I need help, when I um, need help learning how to lead my wife, learning how to care for her well. Um, and there, it's like I've asked them that that be their responsibility to honor me in that. Um, same thing likewise for them is like I want to honor them and the, their commitments that they've um, committed to. So they love me well. I love them. Um, yeah, do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Um, slothful can be like uh, laggard. Um, you're just slow to be diligent. Um, and fervent in spirit is like you're boiling. Like you're excited. You're excited about what God's doing. Um, and then to serve the Lord, uh, I think, yeah, I'm just continue. Um, rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Those things are very much connected um, man, a spirit of remembrance of what God's done and a recountance to what he has done, is doing, and will do in the future. It's a consistent, constant thing, and that's why you need brothers who care about you in that. Um, contribute to the needs of the saints. Seek to show hospitality. Do you care for your brothers in the church, um, whether you know them or not? Do you care to show them hospitality, to bring them into your place? It's hard to bring people into your dorm because it's pretty messy. I mean, I was in college once, so I know what it's like. It's not super clean. Um, yeah. So my question I pose to you guys, um, this isn't discussion, but more rhetorical. How are you doing with these things, Christians? How are you doing with these things? Is your love genuine? Do you hate what is evil in the world? Um, do you hate what is evil in your own life? Um, do you love one another with brotherly affection? Do you outdo one another in showing honor? I think us guys, want, we like to razz on one another and, and poke fun at each other. Um, and satire can be something that's huge. I'm not saying it's bad, but should we consider, like, what does that speak to us? What does that speak about us um, and about one another? Do people see that in us? So, yeah, that's all I had to share, really. Um, I have a couple of questions um, that I do want to share. I want to make sure I'm doing everything right. Couple questions, all right. Sweet, and so this is like discussion so you guys can talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna read the first question, give you a couple minutes to kind of talk, and then uh, I'll give you the second question in a couple more minutes, and then I'll finish with the closing word in prayer. Um, but I do wanna say, my last thing uh, is I wanna reiterate, man, my message. Um, yeah, it is because the mercies of God that uh, you and I were able to live our lives, and that's what the first two two verses are about. If you guys want to flip with me to there, um, I'll read it really quickly. But it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Um, it is only by the mercies of God that we are able to have any community like this, to be free from uh, comparison, free from pride, free from self-pity. That's not to say that it disappears completely um, when you are in the body of Christ, when you become a Christian, but there's ways to, to work with that. There's ways to, to and, and life, life in the body of Christ is on risk still. Like you're, you're opening yourself to others around you and you're giving them junk. You're telling them about your story. You're telling them um, about what's hard in your life. And there's risk, great risk involved with that. So, man, if, 
I hope, I hope what I'm sharing tonight is encouraging. Um, if anything, I want you to hear that Jesus loves the heck out of you. Like, he loves you so much um, and cares for you so well, so much better than anybody else could in this world. Um, yeah, there's no person in this world that you could have a relationship with that will satisfy you like he does. Um, and he's died for you. Uh, he's done everything he could uh, to save you. And um, yeah, he loves you so much. He rose for you against the only way, the only truth, and the only life. Um, so consider those things. So I'll ask the first question, and then, yeah, I'll ask the second one. So please discuss, how does your personal pride and self-pity keep you from experiencing the community in the body of Christ? I'll give you guys a couple minutes. All right, um, my second question, I hope that discussion was good. Um, second question uh, is, what steps can you take to pursue true community within the body of Christ?
I just have a last, some last words. Um, I hope I'm not cutting anybody off too soon. Um, so a couple, couple practical things that I could, I could share is keep coming to weekly meeting. Um, I think a huge also part of that is inviting people to come to weekly meeting. Um, if you're experiencing true uh, the community in the body of Christ, like we should, we should want to bring others into that. Um, also, come go to a, go to a community group or Bible study. Uh, go, come to Greek Crew if you guys want to check it out. It's pretty dope. Um, go to Impact. Uh, get involved with a local church. I think that's a huge thing um, for me. Uh, yeah, that's that's super important. Um, also, if you guys don't know how to get plugged in or aren't plugged in yet, talk to me. Talk to anybody you've seen on stage. We'd love to share what that looks like, actually. Um, but as far as that goes, I'm going to pray. Pray us out, and then we'll be finished. Well, we have, we have another thing after that, but yeah. All right, I'm going to pray. Um, Lord God, I thank you so much for tonight. I thank you for the opportunity to, to dig into your word. Um, yeah, I ask that you'd be with us the rest of our week, um, that we'd finish it out strong. Um, I pray that, yeah, we would see you in all the things that we do um, every day, that we would love you and that we would long for you to come back and return. God, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus, um, so that we may know you, that we may have right relationship with you. So, yeah, it's in Jesus' name, amen.